Ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running for President of the United States, and we are going to make our country great again. I'm getting ready to do something, too. I'm running for president. So I'm hitting the road to earn your vote because it's your time. And I hope you'll join me on this journey. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. So, I would build a great wall, and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. I will build a great, great wall on our southern border, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Mark my words. I wish my mother could have been with us longer. I wish she could have seen Chelsea become a mother herself. I wish she could have seen the America we're going to build together. An America where if you do your part, you reap the rewards. An America where a father can tell his daughter, yes, you can be anything you want to be, even President of the United States. Mr. Trump, you've called women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account Only Rosie several... O'Donnell. No, it wasn't. For the record, it was well beyond Rosie O'Donnell. Yes, I'm sure it was. She starts asking me all sorts of ridiculous questions, and, you know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes. Uh, blood coming out of her wherever. I think women all over this country heard very clearly what Mr. Trump said. Policy question for you, yes. sir. Let's see if he answers it. You're... I will. Don't worry about it, Marco. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, little Marco. I will. All right, well, let's hear Big, big Don. You know, Your... Donald? Don't worry about it, all little... Right, Don't worry about it, little Marco. Gentlemen. Let's hey, hear hey, gentlemen. Hey, you, ought to, you ought to show up gentlemen, in the Senate. Gentlemen, you got to do better than that. He's, he's always, always calling me Little Marco. And I don't think that he's taller than me, he's like 6'2", which is why I don't understand why his hands are the size of someone who's 5'2". And, and you know what they say about men with small hands? He hit my hands. Nobody has ever hit my hands. I've never heard of this one. Look at those hands. Are they small hands? He referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there's no problem. I guarantee you. All right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I think the next president needs to be a lot quieter, but send a signal that we're prepared to act in the national security interests of this country to get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap. Does Secretary Clinton have the experience and the intelligence to be a president? Of course she does. But I do question, but I do question her judgment. One of us has given speeches on Wall Street for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now I kind of think if you get paid a couple of hundred thousand dollars for a speech, 
must be a great speech. I think we should release it and let the American people see what that transcript was. I know I'm not a natural politician, and I know that um, it sometimes is more difficult to um, navigate through the, the politics and the campaigning than I wish it were. Let me say something that may not be great politics, and that is that the American people are sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. Thank you. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you know? Good morning. I'm here to give you an update on the FBI's investigation of Secretary Clinton's use of a personal email system during her time as Secretary of State. I did not email any classified material to anyone on my email. 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information. I have turned over all of my emails. No one else can say that. I have been incredibly open about doing that. I will continue to be open. And it's not an issue that is going to affect either the campaign or my presidency. Have you always told the truth? I've always tried to. With the terrorists, you have to take out their families. When you get these terrorists, you have to take out their families. You gotta see this guy, oh, I don't know what I said. Ah, oh, I don't remember. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. Look how much African-American communities have suffered under democratic control. Look, what do you have to lose? You're living in poverty, your schools are no good, you have no jobs, 58% of your youth is unemployed. What the hell do you have to lose? I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. It's true. I don't care. I don't care. I know more about ISIS than th the generals do. No, Donald, you don't. Nobody knows the system better than me. Which is why I alone can fix it. It's official now. It's official now. Donald Trump is the Republican presidential nominee. Donald Trump, you're asking Americans to trust you with their future. Let me ask you, have you even read the United States Constitution? has never been a man or a woman, not me, not Bill, nobody, more qualified than Hillary Clinton to serve as President of the United States of America. And so, my friends, it is with humility, determination, and boundless confidence in America's promise that I accept your nomination for President If she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. But You could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, 
Islamophobic, you name it. Good evening from Hofstra University in Hempstead, New York. I'm Lester Holt, anchor of NBC Nightly News. I want to welcome you to the first presidential debate. We have to stop our jobs from being stolen from us. We have to stop our companies from leaving. When it comes to the wall that Donald talks about building, he went to Mexico, he had a meeting with the Mexican president, didn't even raise it, he choked, and then got into a Twitter war because the Mexican president said, we're not paying for that wall. Now, she can say that her husband did well, but boy, did they suffer as NAFTA kicked in because it didn't really kick in very much, but it kicked in after they left. Boy, did they suffer. For 30 years, you've been in a position to help. The problem is you talk, but you don't get anything done, Hillary. I have a feeling that by the end of this evening, I'm going to be blamed for everything that's ever happened. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? I have a winning temperament. I know how to win. She does not have Secretary how to win. Clinton. Wait. Secretary Clinton. Woo. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Every time I think about Trump, I get allergic. When you're running for president, I think you have an obligation to be healthy. Back in the 1990s, Trump apparently lost a billion dollars in a single year on bad investments and failing casinos. I understand the tax laws better than almost anyone which is why I am one who can truly fix them. I understand it, I get it. Or maybe he doesn't want the American people, all of you watching tonight, to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes because the- Honestly, I have brilliantly, I have brilliantly used those laws. You know, and she used to be great. She's still very beautiful. I moved on her, actually. You know, she was down in Palm Beach. I moved on her, and I failed. I'll admit it. Whoa. I did try and fuck her. She was married. I moved on her like a bitch. But I couldn't get there, and she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony tits and everything. She's totally changed her look. She's your girl's hot as shit. In the purple. Oh. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes, the Donald Escort. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my man. I gotta use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss them. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. So I'm not going to defend these kinds of comments because they're indefensible. I'm going to defend our ideas. I'm going to defend our majority. And I think our likelihood... It's one of countless examples of how he has treated women his whole life. And I have to tell you that I listen to all of this and I feel it so personally. The shameful comments about our bodies, the disrespect of our ambitions and intellect, the belief that you can do anything you want to a woman, it is cruel, it's, it's frightening. And the truth is it hurts. It, it, it hurts. I believe, Chris, that she got these people to step forward. If it wasn't, they get their 10 minutes of fame. He has said that the video doesn't represent who he is, but I think it's clear to anyone who heard it that it represents exactly who he is. Nobody has more respect for women than I do. Nobody. Nobody has more respect. Please, everybody. Who, from everything I see, has no respect for this 
person. Well, that's because he'd rather have a puppet as president of no the United puppet, States. No puppet. And it's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's this is just another lie. My Social Security payroll contribution will go up, as will Donald's, assuming he can't figure out how to get out of it. Uh, but what we want to do is to replenish the Social Security Trust Fund by making sure that... First of all, the media is so dishonest and so corrupt, and the pile-on is so amazing. The New York Times actually wrote an article about it that they don't even care. It's so dishonest, and they've poisoned the minds of the voters. But unfortunately for them... I think the voters are seeing through it. I think they're going to see through it. We'll find out on November 8th, but I think they're going to see but, through but, it. But, sir, there is a tradition in this country, in fact, one of the prides of this country, is the peaceful transition of power and that no matter how hard fought a campaign is, that at the end of the campaign, that the loser concedes to the winner. Not saying that you're necessarily going to be the loser or the winner, but that the loser concedes to the winner and that the country comes together in part for the good of the country. Are you saying you're not prepared now to what I'm to that saying principle. is that I will tell you at the time I'll keep you in suspense you know every time Donald thinks things are not going in his direction he claims whatever it is is rigged against him uh, the FBI conducted a year-long investigation into my emails they concluded there was no case he said the FBI was rigged he lost the Iowa caucus he lost the Wisconsin primary he said the Republican primary was rigged against him. Uh, there was even a time when he didn't get an Emmy for his TV program three years in a row, and he started tweeting that the Emmys were rigged against Should have gotten it. This, this is a mindset. This is, this is how Donald thinks. And it's funny, but it's also really troubling. We've got to be nice and cool, nice and cool. Right, stay on point, Donald, stay on point. No sidetracks, Donald, nice and easy, nice. Now, my friends, you are a hearty bunch standing out here in the rain. I don't think I need to tell you all of the wrong things about Donald Trump, but here's what I want you to remember. I want to be the president for everybody, everybody who agrees with me, people who don't agree with me. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Complicated. Thank you very much. I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton. She congratulated us, it's about us, on our victory. And I congratulated her and her family on a very, very hard-fought campaign. I mean, she, she fought very hard. Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time, and we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country. I mean that very sincerely. Now it's time for America to bind the wounds of division. We have to get together. 
to all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's time. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be President for all Americans. And this is so important to me. Thank you, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for being here. And I love you all, too. Um, last night, I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. And we don't just respect that, we cherish it. It also enshrines other things, the rule of law, the principle that we are all equal in rights and dignity, freedom of worship and expression. We respect and cherish these values, too, and we must defend them. Good afternoon, everybody. Now, it is no secret that the President-elect and I have some pretty significant differences. But remember, eight years ago, President Bush and I had some pretty significant differences. But President Bush's team could not have been more professional or more gracious in making sure we had a smooth transition so that we could hit the ground running. And one thing you realize quickly in this job is that the presidency and the vice presidency is bigger than any of us. So I have instructed my team to follow the example that President Bush's team set eight years ago and work as hard as we can to make sure that this is a successful transition for the president-elect. We are now all rooting for his success. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.